Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Like, with so much more vim than that. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know what you say, what do you say? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Adoptive Mums in Training. We are so happy to have you with us listening to some more stories and having a good time with us. I'm your host, Maria. I'm the wife. And we're about to get into a conversation. So I have currently been watching, I say currently, I started it, I think last night. Mm. Was it not? No, not last night, the night before. Because mm-hmm. I've been on annual leave. Um, and loving life. Um, what's it called again? I told you. Married at first sight. No. What's it called? Love is blind. Love is blind. That's what it's called. I'm really bad with the names of movies, and I'm actually loving it. I've only got two more episodes to watch. And how many were there? <laughs> there's ten. Wow. And they're what they're now. I'm on number nine today. And no, there's an eleven. Hour each. They're they're an hour each. When are oh, you? But you were on holiday. I was on holiday, yeah. yeah. So the first night that I watched it, I think I watched six. Is that when you was up until all hours? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I came, to, I came to bed, and the boy was in the bed, <laughs> and you were like, "How did he get here?" Yeah. <laughs> Only you could have put him in there because <laughs> he actually know. can't get in on his own. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, that has been happening a lot recently. That you wake up and you're like, because he never comes to my side of the bed. Mm. He always goes to your side of the bed. Um, he used to come to my side of the bed and I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I miss it, but I'm happy he doesn't. Yeah. Like when I hear him come into the bedroom, I'm like, <laughs> I literally giggle to myself like, I'm just going to go back to sleep now. <laughs> That's literally what I think. I, I don't do even know he's in like... anymore, apparently. No, I know. I don't know how you didn't. Nah, no, I, I cannot remember. And I said to you, oh, I came in and like he was just there. <laughs> how can you like you're his wife <laughs> and not mine? <laughs> so I picked him up and he was like asleep. Like his head like just flopped back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was asleep, asleep. So I put him back in his bed because we're quite, we want to be... Not strict, but... Just, that's his bed, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I put him back in his bed, and he was sleeping. I do not remember him coming back into the bedroom. That is how zonked I must have been, though. Mm. But when I woke up in the morning, there he was. Yeah. In he, our bed. He came back in at about 5, 5.30. Okay, so it was close to getting up time anyway. Yeah. That was the first time I knew he was there. Yeah, no, he was there before. I really thought, wow, he slept all the way. Yeah, you said that. And I was like, no, he didn't. Yeah. He was in our bed when I came to bed at two o'clock. So, and I said to you, right? right, So I'm in the front room with like a little light on and the TV, but enough light. (laughs) And this little boy, instead of coming in to me, who's awake, obviously, he goes to you because he knows that I'm in here. Doesn't want to be with me. Yeah, but he's not really feeling you at the moment. He really isn't. He says no everything I ask him yeah he's just not on it he really doesn't like me right now I don't I don't know why I don't know why 
It's a little bit disheartening. I can imagine. Yeah. Like... But he wants you at the same time. Mm, I don't think so. I think he's good with not me not being here. No, because when you're not here... We know that he calls me when I'm not here because he just doesn't want to go to bed. <laughs> no, because that was when we, when I was putting him to bed. When I was putting him to bed, that's when he started the delaying tactics. Yeah. And that's when he called you. But before that, he wanted you. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. And even just now when I was in the bedroom and on the call, and he's saying, mum, mum. And I said, go, go get my mum then. Hmm. But he wants you when he's ready. Yeah. Whereas I just want him all the time. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Kiss him up. Well, he'll just have to get used to that. I think he is used to it, which is why he just stays away. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, allow me. <laughs> this woman again. Anyway, I was talking about love is blind. Mm-hmm. And like that I've almost powered through the episodes in less than a week and so there are six couples that have oh spoiler alert Mm. so there are six couples that are engaged and like getting married so I'm at the point where they've like all chosen their outfits and their dresses and they're at that point where they're they're like the cracks are starting to not the cracks because that seems like so much more drastic than it is. Mm. But it is a drastic thing. Like you're about to marry somebody that you've known for six weeks, mm-hmm. not six years. Um, and there are things that you maybe put to the back of your mind, like, oh, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Because I like this person so much. Yeah. And the, well, they're saying that they love this person so much. So it doesn't matter. But then actually when you're going to go marry that person, it's a big deal. Yeah, I heard there was one... I think the guy was eating Mm -hmm. and the girl looked at him like, you're disgusting. (laughs) I don't know if it was this season. So there is a couple that's a little bit like that. I didn't see that bit. It might even be a completely separate show. It might be. But there is one of the girls, Rebecca, whose fiancé likes to snack in bed. That would be such a turn off. Like... As in, like, in the middle of the night, wake up, go grab a snack and bring it to bed. We're both sleeping. Now you're eating in bed. Sometimes you're a bit peckish. (laughs) (laughs) So, I wanted to ask you, Mm. what is one of the things that could have stopped you from, stopped us from getting married? Like, what was one of your pet hates? The thing is... Oh? You're like, there's not one. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you didn't reveal your traits until it was too late. (laughs) Babe, we dated for like seven years. Mm. So I managed to hide my my traits for seven years. Not seven years, but we were like... We engaged in five. It wasn't like we were seeing each other and you revealed those traits. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. Like, what was the trait? Maybe it will shed some... You were like, you still do it. Yeah. And I hate it, and you might kill me in my sleep. Exactly. <laughs> we're here now. 
Like you're messy, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm so messy. But you, you when we first got together, you wasn't. You was when we first got together. Mm. You presented <laughs> as this perfect housewife. Yeah, domesticated. I am housewife. That's not you. Not anymore. I hate it. That used to be me, and then I changed. <laughs> So I presented myself as, as I was, and then I changed. I don't know if that And then you. I became this fabulous person. It was, but you can't fake it for that long. No, I don't think you faked it. Hmm. I, th- I feel like you tried to be that, because that's who I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, but that's who I was. Yeah, but it wasn't you. Do you know what I mean? No, because it because you don't. Yeah, but you don't try to... Be who you are now. You are you. Yeah, but I feel like I was me. That I was a feeder, and I think because I was a feeder, I was a cleaner, and also, I was at school, so I wasn't working all the time. For the first four years, mm. so I had the time to do that. That was like my role. That was my. That was what I brought to the relationship: clean house and food on the table. So I think. Things changed. I then got a job. And all the things that I used to be able to do, I was too tired or didn't have the time. You married me anyway. I am very messy, though. I'm I'm clean, but I'm very messy. Because, I mean, it's not, like, divorce-worthy. Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah. So but you... do you think you would have... You would have asked me to marry you if I was like this? If I was messy like this? Yeah. Had you presented it yeah. <laughs> in the first few years, weeks or months, yeah, then maybe not. <laughs> yeah, we probably wouldn't be at this position because you're like, you were, you're not now. You're no, like a bit of a neat freak. How can I be? Yeah, you just got to like roll with the punches. Exactly. So there was that was one of the things that when I watched it, I was like, ooh, what would like be her, her mm-hmm. thing? That would annoy me. There's loads of things that annoy them. But they've been together for six weeks, so, I mean, there's bound to be things. But it's like, they said it's like being in the Big Brother house. I can imagine. You know, where it's just so intense. Mm. You're just together all the time for, like, 10 to 12 weeks. So you learn so much about the other person. And there was this really, I don't want to say, I don't want to say cool, but there was, there's this one... um, Young girl, actually, she's quite young, who I re- who I really, 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 really like. I think that she's she's just got that like such a sweet spirit to her, mm. and you hear a lot of her story through through the the pods, and I'm a, it's a little bit like you're looking for a keyhole at this person's actual life, mm. and she has been through tons. And again, spoiler alert, she has. I mean, you shouldn't be listening by now because I've already told you I'm going to talk about it. But um, she has, like... She was a born to a mother who had massive issues. Okay. And at the age of nine, her birth mother realised that she wasn't able to look after her. Okay. And she was given to an aunt if I remember it correctly. And then 
she was abused. Oh dear, trigger warning. Sorry. Yeah, trigger warning. Apologies. Um, I'm not gonna say it again, but that. And and then she moved to her godparents. Okay. And at the she moved to her godparents at the age of eighteen or nineteen. Oh wow, big. Yeah. Like, not big. She was but... a but she was a woman now. Yeah. You know, it technically. Yeah. Um, and at the age of 22, they adopted her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really beautiful. I mean, like, really... I don't want to say tragic story because she wouldn't say that. She hasn't said that. Mm. She's said, like, she's had a life. Yeah. Um, and her fiancé has said, like, the thing that drew him into her is the fact that she's been through all of these things and she is still so positive you know and she like she's driven and she knows what maybe not knows what she wants because she's like 25 she's still so young but she's very determined to get what she wants and she's very she knows herself mm. very much so and, and she's been through all of she's been through this life of 25 years of ups and downs and not really knowing who's going to love her and who's going to take care of her and still comes out the other side and is like, I want love. Yeah. And I, when I think of our boy and all of the ups and downs that he doesn't even know that he's going through, mm -hmm. it makes me, like it gives me hope that he'll still have that, I want love. Yeah. That it won't be something that he'll push away or that he'll shy away from. And he might. Mm. But to see that um, it doesn't have... You don't have to shy away from it. I think I've spoken about in a previous pod... that uh, In a previous episode that it worries me that one day our prince might turn around and say, why did you adopt me? Because... There are so many stories out there that I've listened to mm. that the the adopted children are saying, I could have been with my birth parent. Why did my adopted parents adopt me? How did this happen? Why is the system this way? And they feel like they are unable to love other people because of the way that they were loved. And I just, and it's always kind of been a bit of a shadow over my heart and my, and my, my mind. So to see that play out, to see an adopted, a young woman that's been adopted and been through so much trauma, still want love and not, and not crave it. Mm. She wants it. She wants to be married. She wants to have children. Um, she is waiting until marriage, until she has sex with her husband, with her fiance, but it's possible. And I just think that that's so beautiful. And that's one of the, Stories that absolutely stood out to me. Ayana and Jared are the are the two. They're the they're the yeah. And also, because I'm a super super proud black woman, <laughs> they're also black. You know how I feel about black people in like <laughs> anything. If I see a program that's got black people on, I'm like, let's stop here. Let's watch this. So I'm like, yeah, super super happy. And there are um, there's a brown couple. That's what they call themselves. Uh, an Indian couple. And both of these couples, like the woman and the man, they've only ever dated white people, like blonde hair, blue oh. eyes. And in the pods, like you you don't see each other, right? Yeah. So um, through the conversations that they've had, they fell in love with each other's souls and their spirits. 
And then they saw each other, they're like, what, they spoke about the fact that they were both Indian and they both only dated white people. Yeah. But when they saw each other, they were like, oh my gosh. And they really connect on a friendship level. Like, she absolutely adores him. And she is amazing. Um, and he absolutely adores her and sees her as his best friend. Yeah. But not sexually. And so he just can't get past this, like, hump of... How am I... He said... She's like my auntie. Wow. Uh-huh. Kill it. Isn't it? Did it. Uh, he didn't say that to her. He said it to a friend. Yeah, but that's the relationship's done. He right? might as well not marry her. But then he was like, but I love her so much. That's fine. We all love our friends. That's what I thought. Like... Some people are just your friends. They're not your partner. Not everyone has to be. Wow. Did yours not go on airplane mode? I didn't put it on airplane mode, I forgot. Oh, mine's automatically does. That's oh, what... does it? Yeah. yeah, but it's an upgraded mode, mm. isn't it? Um, yeah, not every relationship needs to be more than just friendship. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to give you that little insight into my life, my, my nighttime listening or watching even. So throughout watching um, Love is Blind, the candidates have to tell their parents and some of the candidates have told their parents that they're going on the show and others haven't said anything. So the first time that they're meeting that these fiancés is the first time they're hearing anything about this like what the journey that they're currently on what are the things that you think the our prince could come home and say to you and you'd be like what have you done i don't know if it would be what have you done but if he came home like in this case and said oh i'm getting married yeah i would be shocked if i'm being completely honest i think i'd be annoyed mm. do you know what i mean if i'm being 100 <laughs> why I don't know. I can't, do you know what I mean? I just think I would be annoyed. Do you think that as a parent, you want to get to know this person as much as your child is getting to know this person? I think so. I just feel like something like this, marriage is it's a big commitment. Mm. And I think it feels very... What's the word I'm looking for? Rushed? Yeah, rushed, just... Like, it's a, not a bit of a joke, but a bit of a joke. You don't even know this person. Marriage is meant to be a lifelong commitment. Yeah, but these people are saying it will be a lifelong commitment. And you don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know after... We could get divorced next week. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's why I don't think there's any real basis for my annoyance. But I do think <laughs> I'd be annoyed if he came home and said, yeah, I'm getting married to a stranger. <laughs> Who wouldn't be a stranger to him? It's a stranger to me. <laughs> yeah, fair point. But, like, isn't their happiness enough? Yes, but I'm not saying I'm not supporting it. Mm-hmm. But I can still be annoyed. Yeah. It's still annoying. If you're happy, I guess you're happy, isn't it? Mm. It's not my life. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that I know that it's like 
he's only a baby. <laughs> so you probably not thought of anything that. No, could exactly. Annoy you, but like, was there anything that you can think of that with your mum that was an annoyance to her? Like not annoyance because I guess it's not an annoyance, right? But like that upset her or I don't know. Because I'm trying to think of the, the, an answer for the same question that I'm asking, mm. like towards my mum. And I don't think that there was anything. I think that she was just super supportive. I know of, when... like most things. Yeah, I know when um, I first said, when I first told them that we were going to get married, she was a bit like, hmm... Yeah, and I think I even remember her saying, well, what are you doing that for? Or something like no, that. No, yeah, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Snap. <laughs> I think in that way, yeah, both of our parents were not that happy. Now look at us. But that's what I mean, it's not... Okay, you're annoyed, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to crack on with my life, exactly. Mum. Exactly, that's why... Yeah, he could come back and say well, he's doing that and I can be annoyed and that's it. Yeah. And I bet you know what? I think that actually, yeah, it was like that as well. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, why have you done this? And then it was, oh, actually, as long as you're happy. And I think that that's what it is as parents, isn't it? We, we're scared that they're making the wrong decision, but then quickly realise that actually every decision that they make is theirs to make. Yeah. Because we're there to support and help and nurture and teach when we can, but also when it's time, take a step back and let them, for lack of a different expression, spread their wings and fly. I think the prince does it now. Like he knows what he wants to do and what he doesn't want to do. Yeah. And it's that. And, and he hasn't got met. He's trying with his words, but he doesn't have the ability yet to express his mm. feelings in words. Mm. And so it's up to us to understand when he's angry and when he's um, like annoyed mm -hmm. or when he's sad, because they can look very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously they're completely different emotions. Mm -hmm. And so at the moment, we're trying to navigate our, our way around what those look like and then how we deal with them. But also when it's time to let him deal with them. Yeah. And like how we explain that. Like I said to you today, we were in the car park for God knows how long because I had a, he had two snacks and I didn't take one. I He gave me one and he wanted the other one, but I had to open it first. And he got... I, upset and angry he was pissed off right and I think that that's what it is I think that he was pissed off like give me my I was gonna swear I could swear give me my shit yeah like that's what he was saying but in that moment I've got his snacks like all of his stuff from nursery I've got my bag I'm trying to undo that he's thrown his hat on the floor and now I'm also having to think about what it is that you're thinking. Mm. Like, what what is this emotion that's going on with you? Because he doesn't have the words. And I feel like sometimes, even as adult children, we don't have the words to express 
but our parents, because it's been their job for so long, they can see that? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because I think there are parents out there that can't. Yeah. Right? I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just... Yeah, exactly. Because I can be like that sometimes. You're a lot more intuitive to... Intuitive, is that the word? Maybe. More in tuned. In tuned, yeah. I, mean, no, I think they mean the same thing. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're going to say next, but I'm honest. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in tuned with kind of what he needs. Or like when he's angry, mm. you're more in tuned to that. Mm. Where We've spoken about this before, whereas I'm a little bit more like, okay, use your words and tell me what you want. Do you know what? You see that film and they showed us a clip when we were doing our adoption training. What's the the cartoon, the Disney cartoon? I want to say, he look, he's talking, but I don't think it's that. No, because first of all, that's not a cartoon. <laughs> I don't think it's Disney either. <laughs> they, didn't, they just didn't show us that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember them showing us anything. Um, oh, with all the emotions. Oh, yes, I know the one. Um, oh, Inside Out. That's the one. And they showed us a clip, right? And the clip was... The sad emotion and the happy emotion, mm-hmm. or joy, I think her name yeah, was. Yeah, joy. And joy is like trying so much to combat sad, combat sad. Yeah. And it's, she's just making it worse. Yeah. And then joy realizes sad just needs to be sad for a moment. Yeah. And then sad is sad, and then that's it. Yeah. She moves on and. So I think I, I always have that in mind. Mm, you know, that that's actually really nice. sometimes you just have to let him sit in Be that emotion and ride through that emotion. And even as adults, right? Yeah. They say just sometimes you just gotta feel it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. And then once you've felt it, you can move on from it. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I always just keep that in mind when he's, when I say to him, okay, have a tantrum. Do you know what I mean? All right, it's okay, you can cry. I don't even, I can't even remember where, what we were talking about. Just about how knowing and understand your child's emotions can be quite tough. Yeah. And that it doesn't, stop the older they get it doesn't stop because they learn to talk Mm. it doesn't stop because they become adults you don't stop wanting to know what their emotions are you don't stop needing to know how they're feeling and wanting to be a part of their life and wanting to be needed by them but they do grow up and it's just our job to help them with those emotions but I think like you say like the example you gave or the scenario you gave up earlier, you know, you, as the parent, you've got your own emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that can sometimes be difficult. That's where the difficulty lies. Because like you said, you're, you've got all his stuff. You're trying to get him upstairs. You're trying to open the snack for him. And he's just having a breakdown. <laughs> Literally. Right? And so you've got your own emotions building up whilst he's got his emotions and that's where sometimes it can clash. But like you say, as as the adult, you have the 
is it mental capacity? Yeah. To I was be gonna able say to, ability, because yeah. that's an easier word. <laughs> to be able to take a step back, yeah. look at what's happening, and you can control your emotions. <laughs> yeah. To a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas he he doesn't have that yet. So, uh, you know, you're not... It's not to neglect your own or negate your own emotions. It's just actually what, how you react, isn't it? If you react in a certain way, it could just make it worse. 100%. You have the capacity to avoid that. Yeah. As parents, we go through a lot of ups and downs and our mental health is very serious. So when we are trying to navigate our children's emotions, it's always good to remember that we take time out for ourselves and navigate our own emotions so that our mental health stays stable for our children, I think. I read, or I saw something the other day where they were talking about a mental health crisis, a new parent mental health crisis. Mm -hmm. I think the focus was more about... um, mothers, mm-hmm. pregnant women, mm-hmm. should I say. Um, and the fact that we've had a lockdown, new mothers haven't had that. Yeah. You know, ability to... Like, compensate, be in groups. Yeah. yeah. And they've been With other new mothers. Very isolated, yeah. And so they, they've seen a sharp rise in post Like baby blues? Yeah, right, yeah postnatal depression and stuff and I would I know we've kind of touched on mental health before I would definitely say that's true because when the prince first came home we were bang in the middle of lockdown and it was difficult not having the support not having not just being able to talk to people or having built those groups we were lucky that we had our fellow adoptees. Yeah. But I can see how there's there was a bit of a crisis particularly for first time parents. Mm. Alright guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I no, because I don't you want to do a, like a closing speech, isn't it? No, just like Yeah. So look after yourselves. Yeah, that's a closing speech. Yeah, but why Why do you not do that? Why do you just go, all right, guys, bye? Because <laughs> we just spoke about something that's, like, a lot. It's not a lot. Well, it is. Yeah, but... we started off really light and <laughs> got really deep. Yeah, just take time. I really want at the end of this to play. Take time, take time. Slow wine, slow wine. It's so inappropriate. Latest people. Bye. Bye.